Hey everyone, welcome back to the Expat Brat Podcast. It's Salman Qureshi. I hope you all are doing really well uh, because I am. I am seeing things in a whole new way and it's because I've done LASIK surgery, people. This is the all new Salman Qureshi who can see things better. So this podcast can only get better from here onwards because I'm probably going to read the facts more correctly now. Like, you know, no more mess ups, no more... You know, no more misquoting things, no more misreading facts and stats and whatnot. Now you can get the absolute truth on my podcast because I could see, I could see so much better now. But I don't know why I had to say it in that voice. Um, how are you guys doing? It's, uh, as you can tell, I am, I really am. In my last podcast, I talked about getting my LASIK surgery finally done and a week in seven days i just came back from uh my doctors and you know we checked the eyes and she said you're doing great uh like i put in some effort from my end or something i really was just putting eye drops and making sure water doesn't go straight into my eyes it was a lot of effort um to have to wash my face with carefully like that it was uh it, it was starting to get annoying to be honest because I just like I, I realized how much I like splashing water, how much I took it for granted that I could just scoop water and splash it on my face, just like you know, just bathe in it or walk out. Like I really freaked out uh, yesterday. I was on my balcony and uh, we've had some cloud seeding done in Dubai. So there's like even today there's heavy clouds. There's been rain all over the country and well some places, some parts of the country. And we had a little drizzle around my area and I was standing in the balcony and a drop just fell on my eyelash and I freaked out because I was told strictly no water in your eyes, right? And I just walked in and my wife is like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, oh my God, my whole LASIK is, is gone to waste because the drop of water might have gone in my eye. Um, I was probably shrieking partic- like in that tone if, I, if, if you ask my wife. Um, but there you go. It was. Uh, it didn't go in, and my doctor said it's uh, looking good. So yeah, I am. I am feeling like a new man because I am. Uh, now all I have to do is go and get my knees checked again. I did an MRI, and it was an. Uh, that was an eye opener. No pun intended, or maybe pun intended. I don't know. Uh, and it was crazy because I've done one MRI before this on my right knee, about a year and a half ago, right? And it was a at a different hospital, which I just realized had the state of the art stuff, okay? Because <laughs> when I walked in, they gave me uh, music to listen to on these uh, ear pods, and the, the whole ceiling was like lit up with some clouds and uh, like a blue cloudy kind of wallpaper kind of thing on there, which was really pleasant to look. If you've been to the Ibn Battuta Mall in Dubai, then you know what I'm talking about. And... So I had a pleasant time <laughs> for the 15, 20 minutes I was in there. Then I went to a different hospital for my MRI this time, and they weren't state of the art. No, I, I, I you know, I safe to say they weren't. Um, they weren't. It was a lot louder. They, gave, they didn't give me music to listen to. They gave me these um, uh, pods for the year, like what do you call them? Like clogs, just to block out sound, and it didn't. It didn't do a good job. Those machines, MRI machines, are super freaking loud. I mean, you would think when you 
develop a technology. We could work on the sound stuff. I mean, I know everybody's talking about the microwave and whatnot, and I'm just tired of it. Like, someone's got to go, hey, listen, listen, we built some state-of-the-art tech. How about that sound, huh? Because the MRI machine was loud, and it has, like, different phases. It's like a bad DJ beat, you know, it just... The first time it just goes Rah! and then suddenly uh, after a couple of minutes it go rah, 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 and just you're just lying there going I don't know what's going on what is this machine doing to me um, and so I did it I got my results back for that too that's um, that's not so much of good news um, from what I understood from the report I have to go for a follow up with my uh, what do you call it orthopedic orthopedic the knee doctor and <laughs> and he's uh i don't think it'll be a happy thing because i was hoping it might not require surgery and it still might not but it's starting to look like it's some serious stuff because there was like you know it's bad because the report had like five different things listed on it i was looking like and three of them i couldn't understand two of them just sounded very serious um <laughs> I googled some stuff and then I stopped googling because I'm like this is the worst thing I could do right now is google some facts and think about how I'm going to just sort this out right so huh, so I'm gonna go find that out so I can see better but I definitely cannot run better right now um, but probably for the best man I mean you know we're just gonna have to do this give me a sec I need now I need some water oh by the way this is a Dubai brand called Al Ain is it Elena is a, is a different city so it's not a Dubai brand it's a hmm it's a I don't know why am I promoting these guys they're not sponsoring me um they could hey you know hey Elaine water uh it comes in a nice plastic bottle no different from any other water bottle that I know of at the same price but it's um it's the one I have right now with me and uh if you are going to kill the environment with plastic bottles why not this one right um uh, I might have lost uh, the sponsorship opportunity there. Uh, I got to work on that stuff a little bit. Anyway, what are we talking about today? I've just been going on about my own personal self, and it's um, self-indulgent, I know. But I hope you guys can learn from me by going, if you're younger than me, then it's time to start taking care of your health because, hey, you don't want to end up like me having to go to hospital to a doctor, 10 different doctors for checking 10 different things okay so so just be careful it's a big thing in my culture to not just ever care and check so just go and do it okay um and also uh yeah yeah and if you are my age and you're healthy well screw you man like uh, good good on you for doing it uh something on my left knee's mri report i can't remember the one thing it said but I read up, I Googled it, and it said it caught, it's normally, it normally happens to people when they put on weight. And, and so, yeah, they fat shame me. The report fat shame me, man. I think that's kind of, kind of unfair, don't you think? Hmm? Maybe they should be nicer with their words about, I'm already in pain with my knee. I don't know. Just, just thinking maybe they could do better. All right, whatever, whatever. Words don't hurt me. My knee does. <laughs> all right. You know, I'm getting all this stuff checked and I'm spending a little bit of money on myself, like just sorting myself out. But I am worried about this whole recession stuff, right? Everybody keeps talking about two things. Inflation, recession, inflation, recession. Like we are just obsessed with the fact that everything is more expensive and that the world's going to come to an end 
because that's what we think what every recession does. Uh, didn't we have like one two years ago or something? I don't, I can't even keep up with these up and downs. And sometimes I feel like there's too much information easily available. If I wasn't smart and I didn't ha- I hadn't studied, I hadn't done my masters, and I didn't read the newspaper and stuff, or I didn't have so much news on hand so easily, then maybe I wouldn't know a recession is happening or whatever. And I just live happily instead of in dread, right? That that's the problem. We've been talking about this stupid recession coming for ages now, for the whole year maybe, maybe since last year, I can't, I, I don't know, right? And I just feel like maybe we should just declare it. Let's just stop talking about it and just get over it by declaring it's a recession instead of going, well, you know, this sign uh, points to this and, uh, you know, because of these uh, GDP and economic uh, uh, circumstances and stats and I don't know, right? Whatever they're saying. I think it's time we just go, shut up. It's a recession, everybody. Do what you got to do. Uh, that, do whatever you do in a recession because that, that, that exactly is it. The more we keep talking about it, about the scary thing approaching, it's like a monster. It keeps getting bigger in my head and I start worrying about it more. I probably act out more because of fear as opposed to just facing the thing and going, all right, the monster is here. It's through the door. Uh, it, it's a zombie. Pick up your gun. Let's hope we can shoot it in the head, right? Uh, otherwise, you're just standing, go, standing there going, I, I don't know which monster is coming through. Is it a vampire? Is it Frankenstein? Is it, uh, is it another zombie, right? So if I'm prepared, if I know what it is, so here it is, people. Officially, I don't care what any government is saying. I don't care what any uh, expert is saying. It's a recession, all right, a comedian has called it. We are now officially, I'm declaring recession from now and uh, so we can get over it real quicker as well, right? So if we if we don't declare it, the longer we take to declare it, the longer it'll take us to sort it out and say, okay, now we're out of the recession. Um, so if I call it now, then hopefully by next year at some point, we'll be over it. If we delay this and we keep talking about it and the recession doesn't happen till till like January 2023 then we're gonna to have to go through the whole of next year waiting for this recession to get over right so think about what I just said uh, jump onto the bandwagon just spread the word tell everyone we're not talking about this anymore we've declared Salman Qureshi has told me uh, that's what you tell your friends and family Salman Qureshi and when they ask who's that you just go just you don't need to know that, all right? Just, just make, if you're confident enough, they'll believe you, okay? Just like how I am being confident right now. And we declare, and Salman has said, we are in a recession right now, so there we go, done. Um, let's start acting like that and, and, and start working towards solving it. And then next year, you all will thank me because, I don't know, I guess not being in a recession is going to be more profitable for you unless you're Goldman Sachs, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. How do those guys do it, right? It doesn't matter what is going on in the world. Goldman Sachs like, hey, we made another $10 billion. Uh, <laughs> just, It's amazing. That, that's just crazy to me. Like, what are they? They are either the smartest people in the world, which I don't believe, right? I, I just don't believe that. I don't believe... Uh, any company actually hires only the smartest people because human beings will find a way. You can have the best recruitment systems. Human beings will find a way to start hiring people they like and they're friends with or know or some shit along the way of that. And then, you know, all of it just gets sucked into the system and you don't end up with the smartest people. All right. So 
There's only two explanations. Either they actually managed to do it, which I don't believe it, or there's some kind of vampires. All right? I almost said vampires. Uh, vampires. That's what it is. Those guys, Goldman Sachs, are um, the real Illuminati. <laughs> they know everything's... I, I don't even understand the stock market. You know when people go, oh, we short, yeah, yeah, just short the stock or whatever. And they go... But I'm like, hey, if the thing's going down and the price is going down, how did you make a profit? I don't know. But Goldman Sachs manages to do that. So there's something up, people. Um, if you ever have to walk in there, I would say carry some garlic. Yeah, carry some garlic with you and maybe a wooden steak. Just in case, you'll thank me later. Um, unless you're making money with them, then don't kill them, right? Just makes sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, just recession. Um, what are you supposed to do when a recession hits anyway? Are you like... Uh, so smart people tell me you just start putting money away. But don't you... Aren't you supposed to do that regardless? Like you're supposed to save money anyway, right? Like put aside some if you can. Um, I don't know what that feeling's like. Uh, someday I hope I hope someday I'll have that uh, feeling of like, oh, I can I've got some leftover cash. Oh my god, wow! Maybe I can put it into a, a savings account. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's happening? This is crazy. Whoa, right? Oh, and now I'm earning interest on it. This is mind blowing. Should have started this at the age of eighteen. Um, yeah, so what are you supposed to do? Like people tell me crazy stuff like that. People tell me, "Oh, it's a recession. Stop hiring." I'm not hiring people. I'm uh <laughs> What are you, I was was I about to start a business? I'm not supposed to start that business. What do you do? Cut cut costs, right? How do you cut costs, man? Everything's expensive. Like people t You know, that's the worst tip when people when we talk about finances and stuff and people look at you and go, "Cut your co costs. Bring your costs down." I'm like, "What? Like I have a kid." All right, I have a four-year, almost a four-year-old kid, and a wife, and 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 essentials. I spend my money on essentials. What do you want me to give the kid away for a while? Just go, hey, listen, I'm cutting costs. I know you're only just about four years old. Um, just do your own thing for a couple of years. Come back when you know inflation has gone away, and I can afford you again. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm loaning you out. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Tell your family that, hey, everybody, from we're gonna stick to two meals from now on it's just hey the whole cost cutting uh, angle that people talk about i know some people splurge and stuff man but in this world with everything that's going on with all this bad news wars and stuff and i know it's just an overload of the news i'm sure the world actually is a better place except it's heating up and about to blow up or whatever um you just need there are times when you want to overspend on a gelato when you want to go out and pay an exorbitant amount for popcorn that costs two dirhams to make, you know, uh, or, or water that's black in color because of a few beans, you just want to pay 20 times what it's worth because you just want to feel good, all right? That's what it is. You just want to feel good about your life. And advertisement has made you believe these are the things that will make you feel better. And for a second, I do feel better because the marketing works for a while. It's only when I feel bloated and I feel sick and I look at my account later and look at my finances at the end of the month that I go, oh no, what did I do, right? But in that moment, you need those moments. That's right. That's my pitch. That's how... I could be working on your product. If you're a brand manager, 
or someone looking after products, marketing, whatever, you just heard a really good pitch. I can be very convincing. So if you want to bring your brand over to my podcast, mm, just saying, just putting it out there. Meanwhile, my fans will appreciate um, me getting more money. Right, fans? I don't, I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> they had these movies, right? Uh, Comic-Con just happened, and it's great. I, I, I love superhero movies. I grew up on it, but I really feel like it's overloaded. I can't keep up. So I'm going to ask uh, you guys out there to, to give me some tips on what you will watch next. I know a lot of people are already saying Black Panther 2 because the, uh, the trailer for that looked really, really awesome. But yeah, uh, let me know what upcoming movies are uh, on your radar because I can't keep up with this anymore. I can't, you know, Marvel Universe is just too, I've got my own universe that I have to care about that, you know, is quite expensive to maintain. So hello, if you can bring some of those superheroes into my life and solve some of my problems, maybe I'll pay a little bit more attention. All right, just saying, just saying. Okay, cool. I did watch... On Netflix, because I'm lazy like that at home. Um, <laughs> I watched The Gray Man. Uh, Ryan, what's his name? I keep confusing him. Ryan, not Ryan Reynolds. Who's the other guy? Let's look that up. I, I'm, I'm sick. You know what I'm sick of is being forgetful. So I'm going to look it up. I have Google in front of me. Why not, right? Like, this is um, not Ryan, Rain, it, Ryan Gosling. The notebook guy and now he's a spy and he's cool and it's a thriller except there's nothing new in it it's the same old story nothing fab about it but uh chris evans character is actually really funny um to watch really interesting he's got that tash that and white trousers you gotta watch it all right um <coughs> excuse me um ryan gosling's pretty good too i think this was a pitch for him to do uh, try to pitch himself as the next James Bond. I, I really think that. I'm, I'm on to you, Ryan. Um, the movie's all right. It's, you know, it's nothing. It's better than some of the other craps that come on Netflix. Uh, it's not a great movie, uh, it, like some people are saying. It's popcorn. And sometimes you need that kind of popcorn. So watch it. It's, it's definitely, it doesn't feel like a, <clears throat> it does not feel like a waste of time. Yeah. And I guess, that's the bar I'm at right now uh, because even though there's so much entertainment out there, uh, a lot of it is crap. I have like subscriptions to, I don't know, 10 streaming services. I can't even keep up, man. It's only at the end of the month when it hits me. I'm like, why am I subscribed to all this? And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm watching one show on this one, another show on that one. My wife's watching this one. My sister's watching on that one. <sighs> it just adds up, man. It just adds up. There was one good thing about The Gray Man I liked was the Danush character was that the name of the guy yeah danush i think the real actor's uh, name is avik uh again i forget um uh, avik something avik san and uh his character was pretty cool too kind of like a gray area where he was bad at the beginning but then did a nice thing and he's like a tamil uh assassin i thought that was pretty cool that they added something like that into the film uh, a real non-expected thing where he was cool and not some head bobbing Indian idiot right so I, I thought that was very cool of the film that's one of the reasons I would recommend it um, yeah just good performance and shit so man just watch it if you ain't got nothing else to do watch it um, it's not so good they're already talking about sequels and stuff and I'm like mm, uh, I don't uh, it's definitely 
his pitch. Um, what I am looking forward to is, uh, is Nope from Jordan Peele because, hey, uh, why would you not be excited about that? The last two movies he's directed have been great. Mm, actually, I thought the first one was better. Us was, in my opinion, all right. Little, I know people still loved it and stuff, but not as great as Get Out. And um, well, let's see if Nope uh, is... Uh, a hat trick or is he gonna go the path of what was that sixth sense dude m night um and i'm brown and i can't pronounce his name that's that's how hard it is uh you know he had that really bad patch when he did some horrible films and he every so often he just does something and you're like this is terrible and then it's another film and he's like this is great and then you watch it and he says this is really bad uh <laughs> it's probably like is he following the economy or something he's like hey it's a great time ah recession great time and so on and so forth i don't know uh i think that's what he's doing um good news uh and i'm gonna end it on a nar- narcissistic uh self-indulgent place and i just got my u.s uh visa renewed and man, it just reminds me about how unfair life is. All right, wait, wait, wait. Uh, first of all, I'm happy about getting it renewed, and I'm really grateful because I love going to the states. I'm planning to tour there and take some shows, especially with Rushdie Rafik, uh, my my man, my comedy duo friend buddy. Um, but it also is the process of having to go through visas. I think I spent almost a hundred dirhams. That's thirty dollars on just printouts of documents they might ask me for, right? And then I stood out in the sun, in the summer heat for two hours to get in. And the whole process took about three hours. Uh, just, you know, and I was thinking, man, if they, for any reason, decide this time we're not going to give it to you, um, I would have been devastated. But that's the process you have to go through as a brown person um, to get. And I think there's something unfair about that. I'm going to do a whole separate uh, podcast on that uh, in my upcoming podcast about how this this thing is broken and needs to be fixed, right? And, and we'll do that. But why am I talking about my next podcast? Um, guys, uh, remember, we're in a recession, so take care, spread the word, and let's get this over over with, not just the recession, but the podcast. Um, thank you for listening, guys. This is wonderful. I got to run now and take care of other things. Um, you take care of yourself, and I'll see you next uh, at the next podcast. Um, uh, until then, uh, bye and or as a, a, a dog would say, woof.